On this episode of Water Flying, we're talking seaplane sirens. You are listening to Water Flying, a show dedicated to all things seaplanes. Brought to you by the Seaplane Pilots Association. My name is Steve McCoy. I'm the executive director of the Seaplane Pilots Association, which is the world's largest nonprofit advocacy organization dedicated to the protection and promotion of the water flying community. Climb aboard. We're about to start today's episode. Well, welcome back to another episode of Water Flying. We've got big news. We have got Kelly O'Donnell with us, who is one of our very active volunteers. She's a new field director for the state of Florida. She's been after me forever to become a field director, and we're making that happen right here and now. So, (laughs) (laughs) and we are celebrating 50,000 listens of the Water Flying Podcast. So thank That's you quite all. An accomplishment. You've listened quite to it. <laughs> yeah. So thank you all the listeners that have made this podcast so popular. Um, there's a lot of pressure to make it uh, continue to provide the good content and uh, to keep the the value for you guys. So we're working really hard at that. And we've done quite a few episodes in a row now talking about Alaska and Maine and Seattle and up in the Northwest. And we wanted to bring the podcast back to Florida, back to where our headquarters is, uh, is located and talk to Kelly O'Donnell, because not only has she been an active volunteer, not only is she our newest field director working here in the state of Florida, but she also has a fascinating professional life in the world of marine biology. And she also is very involved in a the, the seaplane sirens, which is going to be the main topic for today. And we're going to explain what that is and why it should be of interest to our listeners. So, Kelly, thank you. Uh, we've been talking for quite a while trying to make uh, a podcast like this happen. I'm excited to be here again and let the listeners know about our, I'd say new, but we, it's almost been a year we've had this group put together now. Yeah, so uh, the Seaplane Sirens is a Facebook group, and I'll let you explain it, um, because it is it, it has a fascinating title to the group and, and to the name. So. <laughs> so we started out with Seaplane Sirens, and we were thinking maybe not everybody would know what that is, so we've added in parentheses, women who charm the winds, thinking we might change the lengthy name at a later date, but with over 700 members now, that's how they share it with everybody else that they're trying to get joined. So we've decided to keep it for now. But basically, we started the group last year when we offered a woman's seaplane scholarship and partnership with SPA. And we had a lot of feedback from applicants saying that they wanted a group that they could go to where they could learn about seaplane flying, where they could do it, you know, um, is there differences in getting your rating in the U.S. versus Canada? And, of course, what kind of scholarships are there available if you want to get your seaplane rating if you don't have it already? So we've provided a lot of content in there. And basically our main goal of the group is just to have women seaplane pilots who are already currently rated or those who are interested in becoming rated join and be a 
you know, safe place to ask questions and post a lot of great pictures of seaplane flying, which of course really gets the interest going. Yeah, well, let's talk a little bit about uh, your background and and how you ended up being a member of SBA, but also ended up with um, Seaplane Sirens. So you are currently an active marine biologist. Yes. So I work for the federal government, uh, NOAA. You're a Fed? Not on the weather side. Yes, I'm a Fed. And uh, I had to add a little caveat because most of the time when I say I work for NOAA, people think I'm working with the weather part of it. But there's a lot that goes into NOAA, and I'm actually in their fisheries department. And I work currently with federal fisheries policy and management in the Gulf of Mexico. Yes. And the Gulf of Mexico, between all the... Uh, oil wells that are drilled in the Gulf of Mexico and hurricane impact and all the other impacts that we have with red tides and and fishery limits and, and things like that. There's a lot of activity going on for you in that world. Um, yeah, speaking of hurricane, we just recently are starting to work with the Florida disaster de- declaration from Hurricane Ian and how that affected the fishing communities in Florida. Yeah, so we've been getting a lot of uh, bacterial activity along the shorelines. I know um, I've heard about the uh, flesh-eating bacteria for humans uh, being uh, one of the the spinoffs, I guess, of the effects of the hurricane. And, of course, our editor of Waterflying Magazine, Mark Twombly, uh, uh, lived on Sanibel, uh, ground zero for the, the eye crossing. So, mm. uh, yeah. Yeah, so I can say that that's, that's kind of what got me onto the seaplane side of things because working with marine biology and also liking flying, I was like, what better way to combine the two than be able to go land in salt water? And then it was then that I found nobody does that. And I've had to do a lot of research <laughs> and figuring out, okay, well, if I did want to do that, what are some things that I was going to have to be aware of? And since then, I've been slowly working on my ratings. I got my private single engine land and single engine sea and just finished up the seaplane safety institute up at southern seaplane and i'm working on finishing up instrument and single engine land commercial so i can go get my single engine sea commercial yeah great uh, they are uh, southern seaplane and the seaplane safety institute is hosting our board meeting this year as far as i know and uh we're going to put our board through the dunk tank training program so it was a great experience. I highly recommend it to everybody. Yeah, and I go every year and work with them. And there's also, uh, didn't mean to talk about this, but we also have a discount program to go through the Seaplane Safety Institute uh, with our members. So you can bunch, go through with groups of 10 to 20 members uh, or 6 to 10, whatever it may be, and we can custom uh, customize the program if you all fly Cessna 206s or Piper Super Cubs. Uh, or whatever aircraft you're flying, we can either get a group together uh, where you all fly a similar airplane, um, or we can do a you know a generalized program. But if you do it through the Seaplane Pilots Association, it is a pretty substantial discount program if we do it as a group, and they've been really good with uh, working with us on that. So uh, we'll give them a plug for all the good work they do. 
Well, and I know you said that wasn't necessarily what we wanted to talk about, but that does tie back to our seaplane sirens group because people were wanting to know what kind of information and seaplane experiences were out there that they could participate in. And that's one of the things that I was able to talk about after completing the course of, you know, all the things that we went over and how valuable of a training that, you know, I believed it was, including other people that have mentioned that they have taken it as well, either there at Southern Seaplane or at a different facility. And, you know, it just was a conversation starter about seaplane safety and things you need to be aware of that maybe are a little bit different than being in a land plane. Although, you know, some you're flying the land plane over water sometimes too. So, I mean, it can cross over to both land and sea for taking that training. Yeah. If you're flying over the Great Lakes or you're flying uh, to the Bahamas or any over water flying, uh, the training that they give there can be useful. Matter of fact, it was funny because we just saw them, uh, saw a YouTube clip from 60 Minutes, the television news show, and uh, they were sending one of their reporters to a wind field where they had wind generators out in the ocean off of England. And they sent them to the Southern Seaplanes dunk tank course uh, because they had to go through that to fly in the helicopter to go out to the wind field. And mm-hmm. uh, I was I was thrilled to death because I, I was like, look, there's the SPA sticker. There's the seaplane pilots <laughs> on the dunk tank on the windshield. It's the only decal on the windshield. <laughs> How? I don't yep. know. <laughs> yep, but uh, uh, but uh, it was just featured on 60 Minutes as well. So, um, yeah, so it's a great program. And these are the kinds of opportunities that I think you're providing through the Seaplane Sirens Facebook page, but also, you know, that is our mission. And that's why this is such a relevant conversation, because our ultimate goal is to get this knowledge out there of the kinds of experiences you can have and where to go have them. Yeah, we've really been uh, working with sharing the work. Because, you know, a lot of times people who are trying to go to maybe career with the commercial airlines, never really thought about going and getting their their seaplane rating because they weren't quite sure how relevant that would be to their future career. So we talked to them about the different pros that you would get out of getting that rating besides how much fun it is. And I mean, we just had uh, an F-18 pilot that just completed one of the courses that our uh, last scholarship winner put together as a, a group travel plan and said how much she loved it and was so glad she did it. Yeah, so you guys are actually working with someone uh, within the group that's coordinating trips for women to take to have these experiences, and I understand they've been like a sellout success. The enrollment in them has been tremendous. Yeah, so the main goal of our scholarship um, and the applicants, we wanted them to identify ways that they thought would be able to increase the number of women seaplane pilots, because just like women land pilots, we're kind of tracking far behind the guys. So trying to catch up a little bit on both sides. And our winner last year, she organizes trips through her regular day job and finds discounts and just kind of sets everything up to make it easy for people and just says, here's where it's at. Here's what the cost is going to be. Do you want to sign up? And she has translated that knowledge that she's had for doing that for years into organizing some of these seaplane rating trips. And I think she's done two or three this year and already has two scheduled for next year. And they have filled up pretty fast. So I can see it continuing to expand even more. So we're hoping to get another cool idea like that when we announce our scholarship opening next year. 
Okay. And I think there are three scholarships that you guys are going to be awarding at Sun and Fun uh, in 2023. Yeah. And one of those actually was this last year's winner being forward thinking and reaching out to Kenmore Air, who she scheduled one of her uh, rating trips with and saying, if I bring you so many people to get the rating, would you be willing to donate? A rating and they agreed to it so she had that many ladies show up to get their rating and they followed through on their side and donated a rating for us so there will be one at Kenmore Air and then our great donators who have been SPA partners for a year Alaska Floats and Skis they're donating another scholarship and then we also have um, field director in Louisiana Dave Lewis who has donated a rating. Super Dave <laughs> So, yeah, Missy and Don Lee uh, have been tremendous up at Alaska Floats and Skis, and uh, they have been spectacular. And we just had uh, Missy on one of the most recent podcasts and look forward to having regular updates for her or from her because their school is tremendous. And anyone that's listened to that podcast knows how I feel about that. Um, and they've been tremendously generous, not only with SPA, but the Alaska Airmen's Association and, and with your group as far as donating scholarships. And the amount of give back that they do is is just, you know, quite honestly unbelievable. Um, but part of that comes from Missy being an educator and Don having the the good heart of a, a, a very, I, I just don't, his good heartedness is just unbelievable. So uh, they've been tremendous. Yeah. And Missy just let me know that uh, she's coming to Sun and Fun for her first time this year. So hopefully she's going to be there to be able to announce the winners as well during the seaplane dinner Wednesday night. Oh, that'd be great. We would love that. So, uh, and if you're looking for an event to do while you're at Sun and Fun, we'll just put a plug in for that dinner because you should come join uh, the seaplane pilots, the most passionate group of seaplane pilots at Sun and Fun. All get together uh, on the evening of the the night show. Generally, it's Wednesday unless there's a weather event uh, or another delay that pushes it till Thursday. Uh, but you can join uh, us and see the award of the scholarship. Uh, maybe you'll be receiving the scholarship if you apply and uh, join a bunch of seaplane pilots to watch the night show at the dinner out at the Seabird's Tent out on the ramp. And maybe hear you play the steel drums. And maybe hear me play the steel drums. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, pressure, pressure. Always to perform. Um. So you guys were founded just last year. Uh, it has taken off uh, pretty spectacularly. And, and again, uh, what's really nice is having, you know, you working with the women's group to provide more opportunities. And, and this is because there is this disparity of the percentage of, you know, women pilots to, to male pilots. And, and it doesn't matter if it's the seaplane world or the the, the normal aviation world. And I think as you get more specialized between aerobatics and, and, you know, the more specific types of ratings or, and, and activities that, that disparity between men and women, you know, it either carries on or gets worse. Um, and you guys are working to make sure that there are more women enjoying this activity, which I think is amazing. Oh, yeah. We've had such great feedback with the group and we've gotten a lot of really great pictures and people talking about their experiences with seaplane flying, whether that's 
just getting their rating, going on a discovery flight, or someone who is now a, a fire flyer in a boat and uh, used to fly for Maldivian Mal- Air. I'm not sure what Maldivian it is. Maldivian Airways, really, yes. Yeah. Some really cool seaplane experiences that some of these ladies have had, and just being able to be there for networking and being able to ask a whole bunch of different questions and kind of be a I guess we're trying to be a one-stop shop for for education because some of these ladies like I mentioned you know they never really thought about seaplane flying and they don't really know anything about it or where to look to find any kind of information so we've kind of just shared some different websites and some different information that they can use as a starting point and then reach out to the group with more questions that they have. Yeah, and living in our glass house that we do, I mean, we've always had a lot of female volunteers. We've always had a lot of female instructors. Uh, you and I and Terry Hayes have had this discussion that, you know, from our perspective in some ways, we've been a little bit jaded to it because we've always had a lot of female volunteers working for SPA, it seems like. Um, and we've always had a lot of female CFIs that we've interacted with. And so that disparity has not been as obvious or it's been a little bit maybe covered over because of the number of interactions that we have. And um, so sometimes it's good to have, you know, us come to the reality that it's, it's not as easy as we see it because we're interacting with all these women that, that are doing this and that there are more women out there that, you know, unfortunately in today's world, it's really easy to have a bad experience on social media uh, we've talked about some of the ones even on the SPA uh, Facebook group that have potentially happened where, you know, guys aren't necessarily uh, gentlemen. That they, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. So in this, you know, that's the necessity for creating a group like this. And, you know, if, if it wasn't needed, I don't, it wouldn't have had the popularity, you know, and, and the, the rise that it's had in the short period that it's had. Yeah. And I would even say that I've learned a lot of stuff myself. I mean, I'm only really familiar with seaplane flying in the U S but now that we have people from around the world in different countries joining, we're able to learn more about opportunities flying in Canada, such as, you know, they offer a 50 hour flight training course there for, their career seaplane pilots and I didn't even know that something like that was available so learning about that and learning the syllabus that they have that goes along with that and what kind of flight training they require to complete that course and we just recently had somebody reach out to the group from Iceland who's trying to organize a hundred year anniversary of seaplane flying on a, a little lake that's out there and they're hoping that we would want to organize a group to go out there to help with celebrating that. Yeah, that's awesome. And we are obviously always looking to do more member trips. Uh, It's been hard with COVID the last couple of years. Everyone wants to go back to Lake Como uh, that went on our original trip out there. And we've been talking to Finland and Iceland and Austria and France and New Zealand and Australia, all about going on, taking some pretty spectacular member trips. So, um, yeah, I think it's great that you guys are, are working on that because it's the same thing. We want to, you know, offer opportunities for people to go explore these amazing activities and, and to expand their horizons. So it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. We don't know where our trip is going to be next year. We need to work on that. 
So uh, we well, maybe were... this will be the 2024 trip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's great stuff. Um, you know, and I, I'd like to apologize. I mean, we're sitting here like 30, 35 miles apart at most, and and we don't have you in the studio on a great microphone. And um, there's going to be lots of opportunities to talk to you in the future. So we're here on with a connection that we have because we wanted to make this happen and get it done um, as we get ready for the AOPA event, which you're going to come to on Saturday at Tampa Executive Airport. So we're uh, if you're listening and you're in Florida, um, we're going to be at the uh, AOPA gathering at Tampa Executive Airport Friday and Saturday. What is it? November... I, I don't even know now. <laughs> I have to look myself. Fourth uh, and fifth. Fourth and fifth. <laughs> there we go. Uh, we'll have a tent there, and it'll be really easy to find the Seaplane Pilots Association because our tent says it on it, and there'll be a beautiful yellow and black air cam uh, in our booth as well. So it'll be really easy to find out on the ramp. Air cam is one of the taller uh, and more distinct aircraft that'll be out there. So if you look for the yellow and black air cam uh, and the SPA tent, come visit us. You might be able to catch Kelly on Saturday and have a conversation with her more in more detail about all of this. And then we're getting ready for our member meeting the following weekend. And then I have to go retrieve my airplane, which is in Minnesota, and fly it down the Mississippi River. <laughs> so end up a southern seaplane uh, as well. So. I'm looking forward to those opportunities to talk to more people. And as soon as we finalize up all the details for these scholarships, I'm thinking probably it'll be right after the new year, we will make the announcement and it'll be shared on not only the Seaplane Sirens Facebook page, but also the SPA Facebook page. And we will be um, having a link of how to apply on the SPA website again this year. Yes. Yes. And so, uh, that was one of my notes to make sure we covered before the end of the, the program, but how do, how does someone join the group? Because there is an entry process. It's not an automatic thing where you just hit click. How does someone join Seaplane Sirens and, you know, they just do a search for Seaplane Sirens and then what's the entry process to get in through the, the quote-unquote locked door? Yeah, so they can just search Seaplane Sirens. There's a great little picture of a seaplane on Hart Island out by Australia and request to join. And it has three general questions. Like, do you already have your rating? You know, why do you want to join the group? And I don't know, something like, what do you want to do with seaplanes or something like that? So just make sure you answer them. So we know you're not a, a robot spammer trying to, to sneak into the group. And that's part of why we have the questions and it's just not an automatic join because people who are involved with social media know how much spam joining there is out there. So we're trying to avoid that, but just that easy. Usually you will get approved in a day or two. And if you forget to answer the questions, we'll send you the denial with that reminder to answer the questions <laughs> before we approve you. Oh, that's good. So just look up seaplane sirens on Facebook uh, to join the group. And that's how you start the process of also applying for the scholarship. Yep. Cause we will put a post on there as soon as we open up the scholarship window. And you need to stay active on it because it's going to be a relatively small window as far as the time period when you can apply as well. Correct. That's correct. So last year due to timing and trying to get um, the scholarship announced, by Sun and Fun 
uh, once we got everything worked out, we only had about a two week open window for the application. But within that two weeks, we had 75 applicants apply, which, you know, we were not prepared for. So we really had to get reviewing quick to be able to get uh, the winner announced by Sun and Fun. So we're doing it a little bit earlier this year, but because this is all volunteers on the group having to review the applications and make the determination of who the winners would be, we're probably still going to just do a two-week window or 100 applicants, whatever comes first. So we have a very easy application. We don't require any references. We just want to hear your plan of how you want to grow the women's seaplane pilot population. Yeah, and while it doesn't, it seems like it's, pretty far away at this point. Um, it's about 150 days away or less. That's not a lot of time when you talk about what it takes to vet the applications, get the get everything in line and get to the show and everything else. And there's so many other activities going on in the meantime that actually 150 days out, I'm learning, especially at SPA, is almost the next day. <laughs> We're planning yeah, to... Yeah, not when you have multiple holidays thrown in there, too. Yeah, we've got Thanksgiving and New Year's and Christmas and everything else in between as well, which are disruptors as far as getting people's participation and, and also getting the, the ability to review things. So, you know, as the seaplane event season kind of winds down, and it still has not for us yet, we have a couple more weeks, but then we go into deep planning and, you know, deep organizing for the 2023 season. So um, this this was important to get done now because as odd as it seems, here we are November 1st. Um, it's not too early to be talking about awarding scholarships at Sun and Fun now and, and for there mm-hmm. to be urgency to do so. I totally agree because I know how much goes on behind the scenes for all of this. So (laughs) we wanted to start earlier this year to not be rushed. Well, Kelly, I'd like to thank you for coming on uh, today and talking about Seaplane Sirens and uh, talking about the programs that you guys are offering. Um, The amount of volunteer time and your passion and the energy that you give the Seaplane Pilots Association is endlessly appreciated as well. It makes a tremendous difference. And we have a lot to talk about because we've been talking about invasive species and more involvement with SPA, with other uh, nonprofits and doing the Turtles Fly 2 programs potentially and and other ways where seaplane pilots can help interact uh, on pro environment, you know, helping um, other, other nonprofits that need help. Uh, and quite honestly, one of our biggest challenges in the community is being told that seaplanes are bad for the environment. And um, we are out there to prove that not only are seaplanes not bad for the environment, but that we're actually being part of the solution, which is why we're so engaged in the invasive species programs. So, um, yeah, so it's it's good to have a marine biologist on our team. And... Uh, <laughs> And appreciate again the the energy that and the time that you give SPA. So it's a it's a pleasure working with you. Well, I've loved every minute of it, and you know you've converted my daughter. She's already talking about <laughs> coming back to AirVenture again next year. Yeah, so you can also visit Kelly not only at Sun and Fun, but usually at AirVenture as well because she comes and volunteers the entire week and stays at the house. And uh, that takes a special volunteer who's really dedicated because. Um, we work 
the volunteers literally to the bone at Air Adventure. Long days, but lots of fun. I've enjoyed both years that I've went. Yeah. Looking forward to next year. Yes, yes, bigger than better than all uh, than ever before, as always. So, Kelly, thank you. Um, if you have any interest in the Seaplane Sirens, of course, you can uh, go uh, look for them on Facebook. You can also reach out to us at the Seaplane Pilots Association. We'll make sure we get you in contact with them and with Kelly. And uh, until then, um, thank you, Kelly, for uh, coming on today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for 50,000 listens of the Water Flying Podcast. Please send uh, any suggestions you have uh, to CSR, uh, Charlie, Sierra, Romeo at seaplanes.org, because obviously this podcast is your podcast uh, for you, the listeners and the members of the Seaplane Pilots Association. So please, uh, if you have people that you would like to appear or topics that you would like us to discuss on the podcast, please reach out to us uh, because it is your podcast. And until then, uh, fly safe, fly often, and hopefully we'll see uh, some of you at AOPA this weekend. Take care, friends. We are so glad you joined us today. If you like today's show, I highly encourage you to join the Seaplane Pilots Association and become a member of the largest seaplane community in the world. Members receive water flying, the only full-color glossy magazine dedicated to the seaplane community. And it's available in both printed and digital form. Your membership also includes access to the Water Landing Directory app, which has the Seaplane Flight School directory and a calendar of seaplane events not only here in the United States, but around the world. The association hosts regular educational workshops, safety seminars, and gatherings for seaplane pilots and anyone with a passion for seaplanes. So look us up online at seaplanes.org, join our community, and support our mission of protecting and promoting water flying.